Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins lost to the Ottawa Senators in overtime. Let's get after it. The Pittsburgh Penguins lost. Wow. I'm getting really tired of saying that. To the Ottawa Senators, 5-4 in overtime. Josh, we had one good thing happen. We had one good win that was in overtime, and we lost in overtime. First thoughts, first impressions, what do you got? Yeah, like you, you, you're getting tired of saying that we lost. I'm getting tired of saying the silver lining is we got a point. Yeah. That's what all I saw on Twitter was. <laughs> Everyone's like, hey, I will gladly take this point because we played so bad and the rest were so bad. Yeah. How about we win a game? Could we just win a game in 60 minutes? I was kind of just hoping the whatever momentum we gained at the end of the uh, the Anaheim game was going to carry over here. But, I mean... You know why, Josh? You know why it, it did. Carry over? They it had did, to get but... into a plane and go into Ottawa in, yeah. in in January. Canada Tire Center. Yeah. No one wants to go to Ottawa, okay? I know people from Ottawa. They don't even like it. So why would the players, okay? Anyway, just a little rant. A little yeah, rant about no. Ottawa. I don't like Ottawa. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Never been there. Don't want to go. It's the capital of Canada. Don't give a toot, Josh. <laughs> you know what? I will take Pittsburgh on a rainy, cloudy day any day over a sunshine, beautiful day in Ottawa. You heard it here first. Anyway, wow. that's the reason why the Penguins probably had no momentum. They got off the plane and they just felt the ickiness of Ottawa. And they're like, I don't want to play today. Ickiness. Ickiness. Just felt it. Just felt it. It's a good one. Just got the the syrup all over them because they're in Canada. Anyway, your thought. Finish your thoughts. <laughs> I was kind of enjoying you just bashing Ottawa, so just like... you know what? Give it a couple minutes. I was going to start just bashing Canada, so I don't want to upset our ca- Canadian audience there. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, it was kind of just a an obvious back and forth game, which is. I hate as a fan because sure. just when just when you get excited you get let down and then you get excited again and then you get let down again it's I hate it it's the worst feeling ever um but the play yeah let's talk about the play <laughs> it was it was okay you can tell that there were certain players that are are feeling it they're playing good Malkin, Zucker. I think Zucker is the obvious one. Yeah. Um, P.O. Joseph played well tonight. Sure. I, I mean, he had a turnover one or two. Ty, Ty Smith kind of fell off a little bit the, of the bandwagon. Sure. Comment on the fourth line because they played, what, a whole whopping two minutes? Four seconds. Dear Lord. Yeah, um, they, were, they were mentioning uh, Gruden. I think it was in the third. 
and uh, um, Bob Area was like, oh, Gruden's on the ice. I think he's been on the ice for like under two minutes this game. Yikes. Yeah, I know. And I saw him at one point and he lost his helmet and then he had to go back. He had to go off. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. How does that? Oh, that must suck playing thinking like man i got my nhl shot last game and then this game it's like i barely i barely i was on this for like four seconds but that the game was so hard to like get a flow because all the balls so i i don't know i i i mean i have some of those things to talk about in my three on three but yeah i don't know i mean it's it's kind of wild how it's kind of the Crosby, Malkin, Zucker team. Like that's like that's it. Like, can you think of like a, a fourth guy who's playing good? Like Rust and Gensel, when they shoot, they're they're either missing or they're hitting the the bar. Or they're taking penalties. Or they're taking penalties. But it's just like there was two times. I think it was literally in a matter of like a minute where we mm. did a did one of those cross ice passers. One was to Rust on the left side. He hit the he hit the outside of the bar and then it went uh, back into the zone and then pass it over to Gensel on the right side. And he hit the, the crossbar and he hit the, the crossbar in such a wide open net that as the puck was in the air, Rust put his hands up in the air because he thought it was a goal. That's how wide open the net was. And he hit the stinking, cr- not crossbar, but he hit the stinking post. And speaking, uh, of, and speaking of post shots, shout out to the NHL. Not so shout out. Fix that rule. That's a shot on net. That's a shot on goal. Get rid of that rule. That's I, a I shot on I, goal. The goal includes the 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 post in the crossbar does it not i know but i think they mean like on the goalie on the no so like so a, a shot on goal the thing that gets tallied yes that's a shot on goal that e- goalie goaltender well when it goes in it's still a shot on goal when yeah, it's because a... it has to go past the goalie okay well the the post is past the goalie <laughs> okay I mean, I, I'm just trying to I make sense. Room. I agree with I you, but room. I'm just Sorry. saying. Completely off of the game, but I, I just You sound room. like me today. You sound like that. me. I'm all, I usually am all over the place. But Josh, let's talk about today and today's scoring. Because there's two, there's two camps today. One is the refs screwed us over today. And then the other camp is that we screwed ourselves over <laughs> today. So I don't think the two people are connecting. I think it's either we played really badly or the refs screwed us over. Which camp are you in? You got to pick one. Well, you know me. I never just pick one side. I can see both sides. No, Josh, I'm asking. <laughs> nope. Pick one side. No, but if I did have to pick one, I, the refs were horrible tonight. Oh, see, here we go. Because I disagree. <laughs> you don't I, think they're horrible? I thought no, they were horrible. They were horrible. Okay. But we were horrible or we were worse. I know that's not a word. Okay, everyone calm down. But we were we were worse. I think the refs did screw us tonight. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 
But man, could we have done a lot better in our situations. So with that being said, let's talk about how the refs screwed us over. Let's talk about the scoring. Josh, let's quickly go over it, shall we? Good luck. There was what? 11 goals tonight? Um, Nine. Nine. Whatever. Well, that's, that's <laughs> minus two of that, Josh. All right. A lot of... Okay. Oh, man. We, we should really just call the penalties. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve penalty calls today. Unreal. Yeah. I saw someone on Twitter say... Don't we don't doesn't the NHL stop calling penalties after a certain amount? And I was like, when does that have ever been the rule? I wish. Anyway, let's go over the scoring, shall we? Uh, we open up the scoring in the first six minutes and thirty-six seconds in. The Zuck, Jason Zucker scores, assist by Marcus Pedersen and Evgeny Malkin. Seven minutes and forty-four seconds into the first. Alex Debrinkit scores the first power play goal for the Senators. Then, two minutes later, Tim Stutzel scores another power play goal for the Ottawa Senators. And speaking of power play goals, the Penguins get one 15 minutes, 23 seconds in, assisted by Ty Smith and the very absent Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that's right. I said that. Going in second. Mark Friedman opens up the scoring in the second three minutes in, assisted by Mark Pedersen and the, I guess, not so absent anymore, Sidney Crosby. Then, nine minutes in uh, 19 seconds, you got Drake Batherson with another power play goal for the Ottawa Senators. Mike Sullivan gets very upset at the end of the second period. Okay, let's talk about it. Angry Sully. I'm all for it, okay? I want to see more angry Sullivan. I want to see him taking sticks, chucking them on the ice, okay? Ooh, I want to like see angry, that Like angry baseball umpires. That's right. Or then, not umpire managers. Take the bench, rip it out. Take off his jacket, rip it off. McKnight stop. No, Knight stop. What's his name, Josh? College basketball coach. Phil Knight? Knight. Phil Knight. Phil, hey. There you go. I thought it was McKnight, but it's just Knight. Throwing oh, chairs. Phil Knight. Oh. Phil Knight is Nike? Nike? What are you talking about, Josh? Yeah, the CEO of uh, Nike. That college coach who got upset is now the CEO of Nike? No, no, no. Oh. I think the name <laughs> Phil Knight is the is the CEO of Nike. Josh, I'm not asking. Bob Knight. Bob Knight. Is the guy throwing chairs. Is the guy throwing chairs. Okay. All right. Now that we know the CEO of Nike, uh, no, I want to see Sullivan go all Bob Knight. Okay. Taking clothes off, throwing stuff, Ricky Bobby. Ah, Lord help me, Jesus, the fire. Take all that stuff, right? I want to see him go berserk. I love seeing angry Mike Sullivan. I think it was good for the team to experience that. Um, he got very angry. There was a call on Brian Rust. What did they end up calling it? I have it right in front of me. Actually. Roughing? It's hooking. Okay. He called it for hooking. 
which was absolutely ridiculous. It did look like the guy dived. He just kind of fell. And the refs were just calling everything. And Mike Sullivan absolutely erupted. So did Brian Russ. I thought he handled himself very good. Uh, like he oh. wasn't yet very well. Shut up. We were just, um, you know, he was going to the ref saying, hey, he dived, <laughs> you know, wasn't really yelling at the ref, but just kind of being very adamant. Eventually, they give an unsportsmanlike conduct to Brian Rust. And uh, that's when Mike Sullivan absolutely lost it. Absolutely lost it there. Uh, and then that will end the second period. So Mike Sullivan leaves with a red face. And then in the third period, comes right back on with a red face. He immediately starts yelling at the refs as soon as he comes out into the third, just saying a lot of things we are not going to be repeating on this podcast. Just a, just use your imagination. Any curse word you could think of, I'm pretty sure he was thrown at the refs. It was very exciting to see. I thought it was super cool to see Angry Sullivan. Um, and I also like, also want to mention, I like seeing sarcastic Sullivan. When there was call, when there was a penalty called on Ottawa for too many men on the ice, Mike Sullivan did a nice sarcastic clap. <laughs> nice. Okay. He did a nice that. little, very distinctive like clapping to yeah. let the refs know, like, oh, guess they're doing their job now, kind of clap. So I thought it was very good. I like I like sarcastic Sullivan, but I really love. Angry Sullivan. If he had his mustache and his face was all red, it would have been perfect scene. Perfect scene, but he shaved the mustache. Anyway, let's dive into the third scoring. Uh, Shane Pinto scores 10 minutes and 58 seconds in. You guessed it. Power play goal in the third for Ottawa. 12 minutes and 33 seconds. Ricard Raquel scores a power play goal assisted by Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin which leads us to overtime. 4-4 going into overtime. 30, actually, no, I don't even want to give it 30 seconds. Pretty sure it was 25 seconds into the goal, into the overtime, they scored. It was a simple shot. Casey DeSmith had to have it. He did not. We lose against the Ottawa Senators at home, at, not home, excuse me, away of five to four. Woo. That was a recap. wasn't a quick game recap, but it was definitely a recap. Let's let's wrap it up there. I think it's good. Do you have anything else to say before we no. wrap this up? Okay, that cool. Is. That was your TPC quick game. Well, it's not quick game. That was your TPC recap. All right, Lewis. Now it is time for the TPC. Three on three, overtime, overtime. Double, challenge. no, double, double overtime. overtime. We established that last one. Yeah. 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 So, to the new listeners, to the new fans, this is where we yeah. take our three takeaways of the game and go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis, we touched on it briefly. I didn't want to go into detail. What? But my number one is the refs. Yeah. And the poor execution or over execution of their job. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't do this. Oh, I don't like blaming the refs for a loss. 
Oh, you're going full sale, full send. I'm, I'm not going full send. Not going full send. But I feel like you're going. It is hard to win a game when you are on the penalty kill for 20 minutes of a 60-minute game. That's a whole period. You are on the penalty kill. I That's I enough. I agree with you and disagree with you. Okay, but it's not only that. Oh, it's it's the bad calls that hooking that they called on Rust. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them that were bad, but that one was obviously bad. And then the cross check against P.O. Joseph. That was bad. That was that the guy just slipped. The guy slipped. Sure. And sure, sure, sure. And P.O. Joseph goes to the box for that. Ridiculous. Sure, sure, sure. Quite a few that I I did not understand and I'm, I I can understand Sullivan's anger and yeah so yeah so my first in a roundabout way is the ref's poor decision making and quick whistle with the penalties on the Penguins sure I will concur that there were some bad calls tonight. But I will say, we're supposed to have a good penalty kill. Are we not? Yeah, top five. Top five. In fact, we were number one for a little bit ago, but we decided to, to, to join the stinky bus, and that's what we've been on for a little bit. We're supposed to have a good power a penalty kill. And tonight is one of those nights where our PK needs to stand up and needs to step up. They did not. They got scored on four times. I get it. We we were on the penalty kill how many times? I want to make sure. I want. I think, to, it, I want... Was, I think it was a total of ten. No, 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 ten times we were not. One, two, three, four, five. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold on. One, two. Go look at the... the... I'm I'm looking. One, two. Don't look at... No, no, no. Go all the way back up to the game recap. It says how many they were on the power play. Eight. I don't think it was eight. No, nine, because it was a double minor. So, yeah. power play, nine, not ten. They scored four four. out of nine. Mm -hmm. Not a good... Not a good... Deal. I get that there was nine, and that's that shouldn't happen. One was a double minor, so let's technically call it an eight. Okay? Let's call it eight. Well, we had two double minors. That was called a seven. It's not seven. It's nine. Okay. But I'm just saying, they actually, if you honestly break it down, saying that they had seven times that they had a five on uh, four. Okay. They scored four times out of that seven. That's not good. That's bad penalty killing. That falls on Tom uh, Todd Reardon. No, Todd Reardon does not do the penalty kill. Does power play. The Velucci. Mm-hmm. He. That falls on him. That's bad PK. That's bad penalty killing. You cannot get away with that. That's all I'm going to say. 
all I'm going to say. You guys had an opportunity to step up and you did it. I understand we got screwed with the calls, <clears throat> but let Mike Sullivan worry about that. Penalty kill has to do their job and they did it. They actually failed. They're, yeah. they're, but it's, it's a tough spot to be in 10 times, 10, nine times. I'm not saying it's not a tough spot to be in, but I'm saying they need to, they need to solve it. They, they, they got the question of 10 penalty, uh, 10 penalties. Okay. Your job is to answer every single one with a no. And they did not do that. And we lo- we lost the game because of it. I understand it was a lot to handle, but guess what? This is life. This is hockey. There's going to be bad calls. There's going to be games like this. Penalty kills have to be better. It just has to be. Otherwise, we lose games five to four in Ottawa like this. That's all I'm saying. Mine. I'm going to go and go mine just because I'm feeling heated and I'm feeling ready to go. Um, it, it's similar. Be smart with penalties. I think we can both agree that there are times to take penalties and there are times to not take penalties, like a breakaway, something. You got to cause something to happen in order for them not to get a goal. You can agree that there's times to do that, correct? Yes. I feel like we need to be smarter. There were times there were good penalties. Um, I feel like later in the game, there was a good maybe one or two penalties that we took that was good because the momentum was all on us and we had to do something. So, sure, there was like odd man rushes left and right, good penalties to take. I get it. Then there are some that are just so bad. High sticks. You know, that's the killer. High sticking because they're going to make themselves bleed. They're going to do something to get the four. So don't take those. It's just about being smart with the penalties. I Obviously, you're going to get called eventually in a game, but just be smart about it. Be smart about what you're doing and how you're taking it. And other than that, that's my only gripe about the penalties. So I know you kind of okay. answered your own, but you could kind of go into your second. Okay. My second is the lack of line depth. Now, obviously, we have injuries to yeah. Archibald and Poling. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that, like, the top two lines are playing most of the game is a little much. And in an 82-game season, it's not going to work. As you can tell, we're playing every other night. Yeah. So... We can't have guys like Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, all of them be completely gassed, you know, after the first period. Like they're just they're just mentally and physically done because they're playing almost the whole game. And I get it, their minutes don't technically reflect that. Yeah. But when you when you look at the actual like game, you can see them. You see them on the ice all the time. All the time. And then they tried mixing up the lines later in the game. I think it was where Kapanen was thrown up on the first line. Now I don't know if that's because like Gensel or uh, Rust was tired or they got put to a different line either. But it's just I don't I don't understand it. 
and, and obviously this is where I, I'll never be a hockey coach and don't fully understand it but I just you have four lines yeah use, use the four lines I, I, I understand our bottom six is absolute trash but you, you gotta you gotta use the trash <laughs> you gotta take out the trash you gotta, you gotta use it gotta use it but uh i'm trying to remember the one the one scenario that made me want to talk about this it was the malkin and crosby thank you it's the power play yeah, they were out they we were, were talking about it before the top power play line was out on the ice for practically the entire uh power play yeah. didn't get a goal so obviously two minutes go by and then there's like a whistle and there's a face-off and sure enough who's out on the line uh, out on the, the face-off malkin mm-hmm. with, with raquel and, with raquel and zucker yeah and malkin and raquel were just on the power play like you're telling me like they're not they're not exhausted and it and it then it dimish, diminishes the shift for zucker because he's the only guy that's energized out there and you know he's used to playing with those two guys mm-hmm. and they have to go get a like a shift change in like 15 seconds because they can't laugh last a whole shift you're not wrong you're not wrong you're not wrong but hey yeah i definitely agree with that um uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go into overall coaching. This is going to be my second. Just Mike Sullivan. There, like you said, with some lines that he lays out on the ice. There's some questionable lines that he puts out. But mainly, I want to talk about our special teams coaching. So you got Mike Vellucci and you got Tom Reardon. Uh, Mike Vellucci, obviously, being the penalty kill. Todd Reardon being the power play. I think these guys need to step up. Our penalty kills obviously been failing and our power play has been absolute trash. Speaking of taking out the trash, that's our power play. Uh, not just the first line, but the second line. Uh, honestly, I would take Mike Sol- angry Mike Sullivan on the power play than half of our team right now. So it's, it's just coaching overall decisions, overall um, uh, plays that we're trying to develop in the zone. And I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. I, like, I don't know. It feels like this team is lost and it starts with the coaching. So I think, I think they need to figure it out. I think they need to wake up. So that is mine. I know we're trying to wrap this up. So that mine is coaching. You kind of touched on that. So we don't really need to um, expound yeah. on that. Josh, what is your third? My third is these injured defensemen need to get back quick because I'm losing mm. faith in uh, Ty Smith and Chad Ruedel. Um Losing faith in them, huh? Yeah, because I like the way Ty Smith was playing in the beginning when he started, like when he took over the, you know, quote unquote playmaker role or what did I say? Quarterbacking role on yeah. the power play. That was cool. But then like. I don't now know. Now you're like, it's kind of sloppy bench with it. Yeah, bench kind of sloppy, sloppy with it. Every time so, the puck's at the blue line, he can't keep it in. And then 
he's just automatically shooting it when he gets it, which is great. We need pucks on net, but like, I don't know, kind of look for the open guy. It's five on four. There's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be someone open. So I don't know. I'm kind of losing faith in him, but like these guys who are injured, they need to come back. They need a. We need them. We need I, the defenseman more than we need the forwards. I think what's his name is coming back. Um, Latang. So he's coming back next game, hopefully Friday. And then I think Petrie is on its way back as well. So we'll see. Yeah. And uh, Ruda. And yes, and Jan Ruda. I like Jan Ruda. Yeah, uh, I do too. Um, hopefully it changes something and I'm going to go into my third, right? This nice segue. Nice. Jari is coming back. Goaltending has been an issue. Um, in the last two games, especially we got a win last game in overtime and people think, wow, you know, DeSmith really had some big saves. Yeah, but he's letting in crucial ones. Uh, there, I understand he's making good saves, but I'd rather take a mediocre goalie that can keep the puck out of the net than a guy who can kind of flash the leather every now and then, but lets in like three or four goals. Yeah. It's been the same score. What was it? Four, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last game. And now it's five, four. Yeah. That that's. That's not good. That's not good. He should be letting in five goals max in two games. That's what I want to see. You know what I you know what I was thinking about? I was like uh Talbot Talbot. He let in Cam Talbot, yeah. Let in like three easy goals glove side. And I was like, man, maybe maybe we're not that bad with a backup goalie. Like because Cam is their starter. And I would put Cam and Casey DeSmith in the same boat. I mean, yeah. But Casey DeSmith, I, he's not an NHL starter. No. But he's, he's, a, not. he's a backup. But, yeah. but I, that's why I agree with you. We need Jari. We need Jari back. Jari needs to start a hundred. No, a thousand percent. He needs, which I'm happy they're taking time. For him to come back, they're not rushing it. They understand that there's going to be a um, a long recovery. Uh, not a long recovery. There's going to be a long road ahead. Mm. So, so they are like, "Hey, take your time with him coming back." So, I appreciate that. I understand that, but I think it's time for him to come back so we can get back in the win column. Um, and I guarantee you, Friday he might he's going to start. It's at home. It's in Pittsburgh. You guarantee. heard it here first. I guarantee he's going to start. Um, we need him to start. <laughs> so, uh, you know, last thing I want to hear is Penn's fans booing in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I think goaltending needs to change. Question though. Oh, okay. Before before we end it here. Yeah. Would you if if Jari isn't ready to go, 
Tukarski gets a start. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking, too. You start Tukarski. Yeah. The Smith has proven that maybe he's not the best in back-to-back games. Yeah. Um, but it's not a back-to-back. It's Friday. No, I mean starting back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't think... I don't think that's a smart move. I think anything to shake up this team, do it. So if that means start Tukarski on Friday and Jari's not ready, then start to tar- to do that. There's no way you have to start to tar- Tukarski on Friday. You have to do it. Yeah. Okay. I, I felt the same way. Okay. All right. So that will do it for our TPC three-on-three double overtime challenge. All right, really quickly, our TPC beauty of the game. We did lose Josh, but I felt like there was one guy that deserves it. There is only there. There is only one. The Zuck. That's right. The Zuck has been our best player. Yeah. For the last month and a half. Yeah, honestly. Hands down. Hands down. Give that man a, a, a raise, an extension. Buy his new mansion in Pittsburgh because he deserves it. Jason, I almost called him Mark Zuckerberg. Jason Zucker is our TPC beauty of the game. Penguins next game hopefully is the win is Friday seven o'clock Ottawa is coming in time getting away from that horrible place they call home coming to an actual real city in Pittsburgh and uh, hopefully we can get a win here now we just established maybe Tokarski gets to start or more likely Jari is back in net for this game Really excited. Hopefully, we can win this one. Josh, last thoughts, comments? Yeah, no, I was just going to say uh, I agree. We really, you know, need a need two points on Friday because the, the following week is going to be a doozy. You get, yes. the, you get the Devils. Nope, that's a loss. You get the Florida Panthers. Loss. You get the Capitals. Ah, loss. And then right before the All-Star break, you get the San Jose Sharks. Eh, I'll take a win on that. Maybe. Maybe. But, hey, uh, I was I was thinking we were going to sweep this week, okay, with uh, Anaheim and then the we two. We should have swept. Games. So. We should have swept. Anyway, Josh. Yep. You know what to do. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, please make sure that you are subscribed Please make sure that you leave a comment, a review, a like, wherever it is, whatever Mm -hmm. it is uh, on your platform. And if this is if you're listening to us and it's let's just say you're on Spotify and this isn't your normal platform. Well, guess what? If your normal platform is Apple Podcasts, we're there. Oh, Google Podcasts. We're there, too. What? Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, I guarantee we're there too. Oh, wow. That's creepy. Just so you know, <laughs> little ASMR for you. Yeah. We do that too. <laughs> we, do, we do it all. Yeah. Full cater service here. Yes. 
but yes, uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, um, I believe that'll do it uh, until Friday, Lewis. Well, don't forget we do we do re- we. Oh, oh tweet, Tw- Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> we tweet. We're on, we we tweet. We do that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we, we do, do tweet that. along with the game. So if you'd like to follow along on Twitter, find us at Pens Collective. And Josh, now you can do the outro. Yeah. As always, Lewis. Let's go, Pens.